The countdown is here, and we are at the end of 2021. The holidays are quickly approaching. Let's get into some adult-themed chats about gift-giving, gigs, and of course, there's always new hair units to talk about, honey. Mm -hmm. Nate. WBV's doing hard fronts. Plus, we have some political talk about the laws of the land, the Supreme Court, and political strategy. As well as drag politics. (laughs) And And of course, the cave is full of your queries, quandaries, and genitalia imaginincha. Wow. Which is Latin for dick pic. I love Latin. Okay, hope you've got your mittens on, because this Gossica, she is hot. I just had these gels done. I can't wear a cotton or wool. Forever. Dog. Sculpturing Are we sipping tea or um or plugging the leaks in our ceilings? I smoked it. Uh, I smoked the tea, mama. Oh my goodness. Welcome back for another steaming piping squalding serving off the hot the hot goss this is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives Lives. gossip and politics and take a deep dive into the TMs Uh, so let's go ahead let's get into it some hot Hot goss Serena. <laughs> Ooh, what you sipping on? Um, oh, there's milk. It's um it's tea. I, I'm a I'm not a, I don't drink coffee, I'm a tea girl. I knew that you were a tea girl from the moment I said there was something about you walked in the dressing room and I went, tea girl. I said, I'm not the gonna go after you her. Walked I don't want... in the room. Oh um yes. The minute you walked in the joint. Bom bom. I could see the burns on your thumbnails. I knew you were a tea. Wait. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, so the holiday bit, season. I have a band-aid oh. on my thumb. Oh, wow. What did what you do to from. that? Drag. Theater. Drag, drag the the- is very dangerous. And just- Theater, art, clubs, legends. It gives you cuts. Theater. Club. Club. <laughs> Clat. You know the first cut's the deepest, right? That's what I've heard. Uh-huh. And then you just gotta tell them to keep going. The lube will mix with the blood. It'll be a pleasant shade of pink by the end. Oh my god. This is no? a really just X-rated episode right from the jump today. X-rated? I think informative more so than anything. I mean, more informative than, and just like that. <laughs> Have you seen that yet? I haven't. You haven't seen it? No. Do you know what happens? Yes. I mean, it's been it's been leaked enough that I'm like, ugh, it's as leaky as my ceiling. And that's why I don't do cardio. <laughs> <laughs> Peloton stock dip. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah, that's so rude, dude. <laughs> I mean, okay. In the long term, we're talking about Peloton. I mean, yes, I guess they're stuck, you know crash you know what i want to know about and this is something no one's talking about 
I want to know what phone Carrie Bradshaw has in that show because it's like, it's not an iPhone, but it has little buttons for the keyboard, like mm-hmm. almost like a Blackberry, but like modern. Oh, I want to know wanna... what this phone is and I want to get it because Carrie Bradshaw has it. Oh, okay. <laughs> who who are you? Are you a Carrie, a Miranda, a Samantha, uh, uh, Charlotte? Um, <laughs> Charlotte Roos. Uh, Charlotte Luce. <laughs> um, did you like how they dealt with? Oh wait, you haven't seen it. Never mind. I haven't seen um, it, but I know like she ghosted her on on text, right? Uh Samantha. She's busy. There's people I don't talk to from ten years ago. Every time they text me, just because it's like, you know. Courtney, you're in Australia. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, you're not in the group anymore. I'm obsessed with the show. Uh, and just like that, I I will continue to call it Sex in the City, though, uh, because I can't. I, it, that's what it is. Um, you're a carry now that you write things, right? Oh, yes. It's a carry. It, it's always a carry, honey. Yes. Carrying, carry. honey. She's carrying. Yes. Uh, shows. She's Michael Patrick Kinging. Show. Michael Patrick Queen. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, wait. You recently filmed a, a project, one of your many, many, you know, uh, endeavors. <laughs> you recently filmed a project with Sophie from the Cock Destroyers. Yes, 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 yes. She is, um, she's a fox lot and she loves cum, cum all over. She likes getting dogged out in parks. She so is that's so what she said fun. about you? <clears throat> oh, yeah, she was reading my bio. <laughs> How was it? Was, it? You, can, you can't, it, probably can't talk about it. I, I can talk about it. It was so much fun. It was one of the most fun times I've ever had on set. There was a mixture of LGBTQIA people i think every letter of that acronym was represented we love we, that um, alphabet city I, it was one of those times where it was six changes in one day and i didn't sit down from the moment i got there until the moment i got in my car just looks 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 the second i get one look off someone comes in um how long how long do you think until the next look oh i and feel was, for the person whose job that is honey there was one time i just turned around and looked at them evisceration I didn't say anything, and they said, we'll be right back. Do you want some pizza? And I was like, no, I don't want some pizza right now. Like, what hand should I eat it with? The one holding the wig or the one holding the duct tape? And who wants to wipe my ass in two hours when the cheese is coming out of it? With all these nails on. Jesus Christ. No, that's how it always is. And I really feel for the person whose job it is to come in the room and ask the drag queen. So how long do you think? <laughs> I know you just I know you just shaved. How long? I mean, 15 minutes until you're in full drag or? Uh, we're, um, soft 10. <laughs> we'll tell them. We'll tell them 15. I'll, you know what? I'll give you. I'll give you 20. Uh, <laughs> no uh, concept. Yes. Sophie that. was amazing. She was basically a drag queen. Um, she wigs, makeup, hair, tits. The tits are amazing. Mm. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was very queer. Um, now you're off traveling, gallivanting uh, in San Francisco. Is it raining yes. up there too? Um, 
you haven't been outside today. You don't know. It was raining torrentially yesterday, and I think it moved down to mm. Los Angeles. Um, mm. But you said, "Go uh, get my sister wet." It was like really, really cold and raining, and I was like, "What is this? What's going on?" <laughs> like I didn't even know what to do, and like I was trying to find a thing on my phone, and like, but it was raining, and so I couldn't. It was really disorienting. Living in Los Angeles makes you inequipped, uh, ill-equipped to uh, <laughs> to deal with you know weather of any kind. At least me. Yeah, um, someone who lives with you told me that they were that you were kind of going through it, trying to get to the airport after closing up your acclaimed theater show, Head Over Heels. Yeah. He said that you, you stayed up and then you had to get up real early for that first flight. Yeah. And Not pleasing. You haven't well, done that in a while. You've been a local girl. The great thing about doing a theater show is there is teams of people who make sure that your hair is done and in the right place. And then your clothes are steamed and hung up and put in a thing. When it, when you're just a fucking rogue drag queen going to another city, it's like everything is all over the house. I haven't mm-hmm. been on the road in two months because I've been doing a theater show. So nothing is packed. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was a shit show, but the event was last night. It was really, really nice. Um, I got to have a conversation with Honey Mahogany. She moderated Ooh. the event, um, and she's she's so iconic. I'm obsessed with Love her. It. She's like a I'm lovely a... Earth Angel person. Did you bring your fat marker? Find all the books. I forgot it. You forgot it. I See? forgot it. I haven't been on the road. She's lost it. She's lost her touch. <laughs> I have it right here. I just didn't bring it to the thing last night. So, Sounds okay. like you were working alone. Um, your show, Head Over Heels, was so great, by the way. I was obsessed. I had um, no idea you were even there. I I I'd haste, I hasten to say it, but it was... I liked it double the amount I liked it on Broadway. Just because okay. the, the way of... The concept of them doing it in the round with, like, audience participation mm-hmm. and, like, not having it on a proscenium stage was brilliant. Honestly, and like the different stations of the characters, the Pythio drag queen, Peppermint was great. And like, she's my sister and all, but this Pythio drag queen, I could ready their voice. So good. I was not mad. Um, Iconic. You sounded uh, yes. great. You did. You. I saw some wall work. I saw floor work. I saw. Um, <laughs> we did, yes, we do it all. The earrings stayed on that back front, back of my lace front. That neck was never so napey. That nape of that neck, honey. And oh, the yeah. up do. Oh, oh yeah, dude. She took off that red cape and she said, "Honey, I'm that lady in the red dress at the party that everybody needs. <laughs> Every party needs a girl in a good red dress, and you were that girl. You were the red girl. I yeah. saw red. You saw red. You uh, got my attention. I broke the dawn. Um, <laughs> the the yes, and that was a week's by vanity and uh, oh, Jenny. Our hair, uh, maybe I, it's the red. You know, the red one." It's, it's well, the there's a strawberry sweetheart in the Born. Dallas sunset, darling. I think it's, it's Dallas red... sunset. Yeah, I think you should be sure of that before you go speaking. It's the alley from <laughs> A Star is Born. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. I got yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's that one. But What was it's... your favorite part about doing the show? Uh, that it's t- over. <laughs> getting to work with the people. I mean, the cast is so fucking cool and, and yeah. talented and fierce and George's really fun. voice 
everything. Did just yeah, yeah, yes. Beautiful production. The lighting, when that disco ball turned on and it was just magic. I mean, I you mean, had to feel that magic when you were on stage every night. Yeah. It was a really I mean, fun show. The book of the show is a little thin. Like, it should not be out in this weather or it would just melt. Like, oh, we'll do vacation here. Let's send the peripheral character on a vacation to Lesbos. Beach balls. Yeah. I was waiting for it to hit you in the head. It didn't. Um, I well, it did it every it, other it night. It was weird. Huh. What? <laughs> Nothing? Um, No, it, it did every uh, pretty much every night I got hit in the head. It started to become really consistent. So it was like an exception if I didn't. <laughs> Well, I enjoyed it so much. Um, Are there any new good wigs that you'd like to talk about now that you had to give that red one back? I didn't have to give it back. It's mine. It's a model's (gasps) own. It's model's own. And I got to keep it, you know, styled that way. So um, you're going to see that wig in about eight years. She's going to wear it for something when she plays Angela Lansbury (laughs) in uh, cock knobs and shroom sticks. I find it my responsibility to tell you, Vera. (laughs) If I kept my hair natural like you, I'd be bald. (laughs) Um, There's a great little ditty that's burning up the airwaves. It's uh, by an artist named Jake Castro, and it also features Ken Cassini. Mm -hmm. It's called Chicken Noodle Soup, and it's a little bob. Let's take a listen, and we'll be right back. Woke up in the This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place. All on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true. We did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, 
Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG Drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash DRAG. Let's talk about it. You want to get political with us? We got a little song about it. I'd like to hear it. Here it go. It is our Let's... number one song on Spotify. Multi-streamed. Year Roundup. Um, mm-hmm. And it goes something Strong like streams. this. Let's get political. Political. I want to get political. Let me see your policy. Scoop it up, up, up. Um, so we got some news from California. This is how Suddenly, California plans. We're talking about politics. And I, I... Do you know that one from Xanadu? Ah, yeah. Suddenly. <laughs> Why has Xanadu not been done with Courtney Act yet? That's politics, all I want in my life. Politics. Xanadu's next. It's uh, I think Courtney should be um, the yo. blonde girl, and me and you should be Jackie Hoffman and um, old big lady. That would work I'll out take, so well. Do I have to wear roller skates? No, Jackie Hoffman and big lady don't wear roller skates. Well, darn. No, I'm, I mean, I'll I still do it. Roller skates, but... Yeah, we will too. Just so we can get hurt and complain. Need something to complain about. Um, so this is about how Gavin Newsom plans to uh, copy Texan abortion tactics for gun control in California. So yeah. our governor, Gavin Newsom, yeah, 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 is trying yeah. to give conservatives a taste of their own medicine by taking the legal arguments behind Texas's anti-abortion bill, SB8, and using them to model a new bill that would allow Californians to sue gun manufacturers and assault weapons dealers. On December 10th, the Supreme Court issued a ruling allowing Texas anti-abortion bill to remain in place for the time being. The bill allows private citizens in Texas the right to sue anyone who aids or abets in the performance of an abortion after six weeks of pregnancy. The next day, Newsom tweeted a statement that he was outraged by SCOTUS's decision and added, if states can now shield their laws from review by the federal courts that compare assault weapons to Swiss Army knives, then California will use that authority to protect people's lives. He said he's directed his staff to work with the legislature and the attorney general on a bill that would create a right of action allowing private citizens to seek injunctive relief and statutory damages of at least 10000 per violation, plus costs and attorney's fees against anyone who manufactures, distributes, or sells an assault weapon or ghost gun kit or parts in the state of California. If the most efficient way to keep these devastating weapons out of our streets is to add the threat of private lawsuits, we should do just that, Gavin said. Realistically, there's little chance that Newsom's gambit will actually succeed in limiting gun rights in California. The Supreme Court has repeatedly signaled that its 6-3 conservative majority intends to expand gun rights while also limiting or even eliminating the constitutional right to an abortion. 
However, Newsom's proposal does have the potential to underscore the absurdity of the mechanism behind SB 8, whatever the actual outcome for the gun bill. This is, um, you know, putting the right laws in place is going to help. Probably not, but at least it's a step in the right direction and it's keeping the needle moving with the conversation because this Supreme Court is not in our favor right now. We need to Pelican brief and get rid of like two or three of them at the same time. Uh, I got the red wig. You got the red wig, actually. Just take it down. You could be uh, Julia Roberts. I wear it when I'm acting. Um, I mean, this is, you know... You know who does that. (laughs) This is RuPaul. Um, This is, uh, you know, this is petty, spiteful, vindictive shade. uh, Because, you know, I mean, Gavin Newsom I know flawless shade. She's from Portland. Right. Gavin Newsom said, oh, y'all want to do all that. Y'all want to leave it to... I mean, it is the the Texas abortion bill is so absurd, and it's like you, anyone who can can sue anyone if they hear about anything. It's like it's like Salem witch trials. Like it's very very foolish and, and old fashioned. And so Gavin Newsom is saying, "I'm going to cast shade and aspersions upon your logic." Hello, but- I'm podcasting. Hello, so am I. <laughs> Marco Marco's downstairs, I think. Marcona, Marcona. Hello, Alaska says hi. Uh, this is yeah. um, this is all a smokescreen. Uh, everyone knows that abortion should be legal and safe, and that guns are fucking ridiculous. Everyone knows yep. that. That is common sense, and most of the country agrees with that. These issues are used to distract us from the fact that fucking rampant capitalism is fucking ruining the earth and will not stop. Uh, And people are dying in fucking Amazon factories and getting blown away by fucking tornadoes because they're not allowed to leave Um, because they have to stay at their job where they're not making enough money to only work one job. Um, So that's like the real issues of the world. These are just... These are hot button. Uh, get get your you know get get you mad at other people. Uh, sort of issues that are. I mean, it's gonna keep going back and forth. Yeah, um, I mean, because they want hot it that button. Way. Hot button issues do that. Hot zipper issues are even worse. You ever put jeans on straight out of the dryer without underwear? <laughs> Bitch, you will burn that. your dick. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. I I've burnt never had my that. dick so bad last week. That's not what the blisters are from, dear. Okay. Oh. I've heard that. I've heard every excuse in the book. I've never heard that one. Well, I just wanted to say someone wrote in and thought you guys were being dismissive about abortion because of what Alaska just said about these are distractions. But I think to that person, listen to what was just said. These yeah. are not meaning the issues aren't important, it means that they're using the hot button issues to hold your attention while bigger, more evil things are happening on a global scale. Sneaking in things on bills and things. I'm not being dismissive about abortion. I mean, it's fucking obvious that that any fucking woman should be allowed to fucking have dominion over her own fucking body. And point blank, period. That... I think we we're in agreement 50, on this fucking podcast about that. Half a century ago, and now it's up for debate again. Like half a century ago, we all knew this. 
The majority of the country this. knew this. And we know And the this majority still. of the country knows that. Like, I love abortions. I've paid for probably five or six. Like, many, many people in my orbit did not get Christmas presents because I was like, well, I paid for you, uh, your, uh, your, your old boardy this, this year. So you're not getting the gift card, darling. What? You've never paid for an abortion? Not that I know it's better of, than but buying I would. presents every year. I'll but tell I you would. that. Oh, I I've definitely paid for at least more than five, more than one hand. But then it's great. They give you the stem cells. You wonder. It's very listen, it's very important that women have the dominion and power over their own bodies and should absolutely have access to safe they I mean they should be free. Mm-hmm. abortion procedures if ever they should want it need it need to talk about it that is that is not negotiable and gu- guns should be fucking taken out the f- fucking we should go the way of australia uh and uh, ban assault weapons yeah just in case it wasn't clear where i stand on these issues too many if too many gun lobbyists line dismissive yeah, no, no, no. It's the NRA and all the, the gun money in the government and the private money from the Republican sector that is leading to those laws not being outlawed yet. It's just stupid. But um, we're we're going to go into a deep, dark cave <laughs> and read about things from our own community and try to insulate ourselves from all the noise and the mess because we're about to go spelunking. Uh, well, no? soon. But let, no? let's take a break and um, we'll be right back. Okay, I'm um, I'm already in the cave <laughs> on my two way my two way Carrie Bradshaw phone with keys. Honey. So Dominion then- would be a great drag name, by the way, Dominion. It's a beautiful word, isn't well, it? Stage Dominion. <laughs> you can call her Minnie. Minnie, we need your mix. Oh, maybe that's maybe that's uh, Minnie Anna Main's real name. Dominion, <laughs> Dominion Anna Main. <laughs> it's not Minerva. It's Dominion. I love it. Dominion Anna Main. Ooh, new name, new drag name, Dominion. New drag name. Yes. <laughs> Why don't we go ahead? This isn't a deep spelunk. We're just dipping our toe in the cave at this point. Um, yeah, I hear there's black mold in the cave, so we're going to stay out of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, we talked a little bit about Maddie Morphosis, the cis straight white man who is part of the cast of season 14 of the new season of Drag Race. Okay, this is going to be a huge topic of conversation around the season. Everyone wants to talk about Maddie Morphosis. The name on everybody's hips gonna be straight guy. Uh, on one point here is that the casting choice is overshadowing the trans women who have been cast on the show, which is something we've been hoping and waiting for for years at this point. However, we still find ourselves centralizing our conversation around the straight guy. (laughs) And we haven't even seen what she's going to do. We have a message from Jay on this matter. Would you like to read it? Uh, Sure. This says, hey, laddies and dip. Long-time listener, first-time writer. Honest question. 
In past episodes, you all have talked about the validity of AFAB queens, but in your last episode, y'all, particularly Willem, took umbrage with Morphosis. It seems like a double standard, especially if an AFAB queen identifies as straight. I get where Willem was coming from regarding queer spaces, but I was heavily bullied by just as many straight women as straight men regarding my perceived sexuality. Would love to better understand where y'all are coming from. With love, Jay. Um, well, this isn't about you and who you were bullied by, Jay. This is about how I feel about people I work with in my spaces. And I think that just off of just off of what I've seen from Drag Race in the past, where they've been historically transphobic and exclusionary to trans women. And now that finally the tide has changed a little and they've put some girls on the show and they crowned a trans winner and they've stopped getting casting to ask if girls are on hormones or where they were in their transition legitimately. I feel like it's very soon to have a straight person in our space doing what we do when she didn't even put on a fucking wig. (laughs) That is my main qualm. Where is the wigotry? All I needed was a wig. Then she would have blended in and I wouldn't have been so mad. It's like, you're going to come into our space? You're going to wear a wig? Goodbye. And I'm sorry that you were bullied. I really am, Jay. I I was bullied too. We were all bullied. You learn to move on. You grow from it. You don't hold it against every straight person in the world. I don't hold any of those qualms against them. But I, I just think that there's many people out there that have been trying for years that are worthy in our community instead of looking outside of our community to people that have been given, you know, carte blanche in the world, white straight men to compete on our show, you know, because it is our show. We take ownership of it. The girls are the ones that have created it. So I find it kind of insulting that they're using this casting to further a story point because straight drag queens do are, are not some uh, community that needs to have the light shone on them because they've been so repressed for all these years. They're not repressed. They have all the rights that a straight person has. Right. They don't need a parade. We do. This is our parade every week. This is our chance to show ourselves off in our community. And I I had problems with AFAB queens too in the beginning, if you all don't remember that. I said something like, I'd rather go see drag queens than AFAB queens. And I said that about drag kings too. People evolve and change. Have I completely evolved or changed past that? I don't know. But I, I definitely like Victoria Scon, And I definitely like Wendy Ho. And I've come to realize that a lot of people that I work with are AFAB queens. Or sometimes, in some cases, drag kings. So I, I've definitely changed my thoughts on a lot of that. But and, I, I haven't... Yeah. This, is, this is just how I think. And I don't need to be right or wrong. And Jay... If if you do need to put me in a right or wrong category, bitch, you could put me in the wrong one. I'm good with that. I've been wrong before on on worse things. Well, and I think the bottom line and the conclusion that we came to was where is the unit? Well, well no, we. It's like I don't care what your you know genitals are or who you go to bed with at night. I really like I really don't. As long as you're like fierce and uplifting, you know, the spirit of drag, if you're actually fierce and like bringing it and and so then like fierce and like I I applaud you. And so I'm just going to wait and see. And I and, 
you know, I mean, it was a stunt casting and to yeah. get people talking uh, and it's it's working because uh, we have another letter about. Oh, um, drag, right? It's about yeah. drag. It's not about Maddie. It's sort of building on this topic of who who gets to do drag. OK. Do you want to take uh, it or do you want me? Sure, I'll read it. I'll give it okay. a try. Okay. Uh, hello. <laughs> hello. 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 <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yes. Uh, right, Mrs. Doubtfire, straight man doing drag. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Maybe Maddie Morphosis is just doing drag so that he can get custody of his kids back. It's very possible. <laughs> uh-huh. It's very, very possible. Okay. Oh, she didn't abort them? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, hello, long-time listener, first-time caller. I have kind of a serious question. I came across this video of drag kids from CBC Kids News in which kids aged 8 to 12 are doing drag and citing their drag inspirations, Alaska being one of the girls' inspirations. I'm all for drag being mainstream, but my question to the girls is this. What do they think when they see kids doing drag? Is it inappropriate? Did they anticipate this when they started? I'd imagine a child audience would be the last thing on their minds when they began their journey with drag. I don't know how to feel about it. In the video, a girl dances around in short shorts and tongue pops and uses drag lingo. I think I, I find it inappropriate. <laughs> I think I find it inappropriate, but would be interested in what it is the girls think. Is drag just for adults? Here's the link. Also, I'm from the UK and I'll be in LA for a month next week. Attached is a photograph of my engorged member. Hit me up, Willem. Bye. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he didn't include his name, so I can't hit him up. Correct. Um, I do have his email, though. He needs to get his feet off the goddamn table. <laughs> well, he's, maybe he's, a, you know, at his office and he's the boss. Honey. And so, you know, honey. you do that 80s thing where you put your feet up on the desk. Everyone does well, that, that, right? That's just fine. You know, um, Tess McGill will, will take umbrage with it. Um, but I, I think that if his feet are on the desk and he's naked, you know he didn't put a towel down. He has socks on. Yeah, but bare assed on on the whatever. Mm-mm. Definitely a bare ass. Yes. Yeah, he he might be a little bit of a bear. Um, I was doing. I have a scar on my leg from when I was four, from when I was dancing in high heels, and I cha cha too hard, and the heel went like up near my thigh and like cut down the side of my knee. Oh. I was four. People, yeah. kids are gonna find a way to do drag whether they see it or they 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 don't. Like I knew I needed to put on lots of jewelry. And, and clothing that was not mine and yes. do drag. So, like, the fact that kids have access and see what we do now and emulate that, sure. Are they going to get all the jokes? No. Right. But, like, I'm glad that, that you're inspiring these kids. I mean, Crystal Versace was eight when... When, when she won Drag Raja Race. Raja won Drag can. Race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no, Crystal yeah. was eight, eight when I was on Drag Race. So that means she was... Nine when Ra- no seven when Raja won and five when BB won. Mm-hmm. If you put her in front of a, a television screen when she was five, I'm sure she would have clicked through and stopped on Drag Race. Even if she didn't right. know what it was, she would have she would have figured it out. And I feel the same thing. Like one of the 
one of the safe spaces I had to like express myself was my grandmother's house. And I talk about this a little bit in my book. Um, and I also love this acai berry drink uh, by Absolute. It's really, really nice. Um, but no, I, and I got to like wear her amazing clip on earrings and play in her like play in her like things. And when so, Papa would yes. come home, he would fuck you. Oh, my no? God. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no? There wasn't role play? And so I was doing Elder drag as a child. And how amazing would it have been? I, I know that, like, I know Jinx was involved in, like, you know, child drag pageants and, like, drag shows and everything like this. How amazing would it be if we had a place to cultivate this thing that we were interested in, just like kids have soccer practice or, you know, ka-ka-ka-ka. Again, not all drag is going to be for for all ages. I mean, I, I think the two queens sitting here on this podcast are testament to that. Some of our, some of our content is geared toward an NC-17 audience, like this episode. Yeah. Like Definitely. this podcast, but that doesn't, <laughs> but that doesn't mean <laughs> that like kids can't enjoy drag and even drag race, uh, in, you know, I mean, there, when I was a kid, there were girls dressing up as Madonna in the boy toy phase with the lace and all that. Was that mm-hmm. appropriate or any less appropriate than dressing up as a drag queen or like dressing up like Nicki Minaj nowadays? If you're like. An eight-year-old kid and knowing all the words and hitting the beats. No, it's fine. Kids are going to find a way to, you know, try to be adults. And then when you're an adult, you're going to lie about your age and try to be a kid. So that's how that works. Um, whoever this is, hit me up when you're in L.A. Your dick looks nice. And the the um, I guess the difficult part of this is really on the parents because the parents have to weed out which parts of drag are going to be appropriate for their children and which parts aren't. And even drag race is pretty family friendly, but sometimes there's some stuff that's like, Oh, okay. uh, We're going to skip over this part. Right. I mean, so where do you, I guess you go to Nina West's channel. If you want drag for kids, honestly, there's a reason I wasn't allowed to read to kids at the library. And the reason that I thought was, you can't read no, fuck you, bitch. Hate <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> it, bitch. No, uh-uh. It was it was something I and I forwarded. I they told me I was disinvited after I cleared my schedule for three months at the West Hollywood Library, and then I sent them the apology video for like the thing that happened when we were on tour, where those contact with those comments I made about trans men were taken out of context, and um, some of it was shitty. And I sent them that that thing, and they said, "Oh no, that's not what this is about." But that's good to know that it's ch- that you've changed. <laughs> like, oh, I'm terrible. So you know, it's it's uh, some people are drag friendly, some kid friendly, some people aren't. Um, you know. Well, let's go ahead and take a break. Take a break, and we'll be right back. Everybody get in the cave. Everybody get in the cave. 
This is the moment where we go spelunking. Spelunking. Unking. Unking. D inside. The D This first one. You want to read this one? Yeah, I want to read it. It comes from Francesco. Oh, bovine in nature. Hi, my sweet little angels. I'm 23. And I'm writing because I just lost my virginity to a guy and I can't talk about it with anybody. I feel like okay. you guys are the closest I have to gay friends because you're such a big part of my life and bring me so much joy. Oh, I love that. So, we met from Grinder, and he kind of catfished me. Fuck. I don't think I enjoyed sucking dick. It was like having a piece of plastic in my mouth and he gagged me a little too much. He gagged you? I also later regretted swallowing his load since he was a stranger. <laughs> You need to take over. Take over. <laughs> okay, I'll continue. Oh, wait. I, I, okay, yeah, you take it. He oh. asked if I had ever been fisted. He said he has been. I said no, ma'am. His ass wasn't that clean either. I couldn't even manage to put my dick in his hole. He fucked me and it was cool, but I think I practiced too much on my own and my hole was a little too loose. In the end, my dick got soft and I couldn't even come. Overall, it was fine. When he was gone, I got a little sad, regretful, and anxious. So I put on season five and listened to Race Chaser to cheer me up. That's what we're here for. Here's the question. How did you feel after your first time with a guy? Was it really all that you had expected it to be? Was it harder than you had expected? Or was it kind of right where you had expected it to be? Or had you even planned or did you even know? That's funny. Love you, Francesco from Italy. I have something to say. Say it. First of all, and you say I, you can't talk about it with anybody. First of all, yes, you can. You can talk about it um, with anyone. And I think you should. And thank you for writing this in. My first time with a guy was really, really, uh, it was it was awkward and it was not what I expected. And, you know, I, I ended it early and I told this guy to go away and to leave. And then I cried and it was very like, and I was very, I was like, I was in high school and I felt like I couldn't talk about it with anyone. So it was something I was dealing with on my own. So this is very, this happens. This is common. And often, I mean, we have an idea of what sex is supposed to be from porn and from movies, but it, in real life, you know, it's, it's not quite, uh, it's not quite like that. It can be, you know, awkward or you have to stop and have a conversation or so these are things that are common and you're not alone. And, um, <laughs> who you calling common? common? Do you have anything to say about this? Willem? Um, yeah. If if the dick is the dick doesn't gag you, you gag on the dick. So you're in control of how far anything goes in you. The bottom holds the power. The orifice holds the power, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Because yes. there wouldn't be tops without bottoms. So you're the one holding holding the power, in my opinion. If you give up the power, that's on you. And that's fine too, because you can get it back. But there's so many questions at the end that how did you feel after the first time with a guy? Great. Tired. Um, was it really all that you expected it to be? Even more. It's, you know, incest is best. Keep it in the family. Um, was it harder than what you had expected? Honey, he was hard all night. 
or was it kind of right where you expected it to be? We didn't know where it should have been, but we found out. Um, had you ever even planned or did you even know? Did you know? These are. Do you know, Diane? The point is... <laughs> uh, There's many often, points here. We got Jiggly and the Queer and up in here, point your sister in. It's, it's often not exactly what you expect it's going to be. And sometimes, you know, sometimes sex is not what you expect it to be. But... That doesn't mean that you can, you know, you can keep trying and make sure that you're clear ahead of time about boundaries, about what kind of activities are on the table, what kind of activities are not. It sounds like this guy <laughs> was is it that cool? Because he catfished you, first of all. <laughs> then he's like trying to introduce fisting on the first time. And it's like Damn. your virginity. And it's like. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. So it sounds like you had, you know, a shit experience with a shit guy. Um, and I'm sorry about that. But I I think give it some time. And um, and I think you will bravely move forward, Francesco. Yeah, um, I always thought that sex between two people can be a beautiful thing. But between four people, fantastic. So just find some more people, and then you can talk about sex with them. Speaking and, of more people. What? Shall we scroll on down? Mm-hmm. Scroll oh. on down the road. Oh. Do you want to okay. read it? Yeah, this is from Gary. He says, hey, Alaska Willem and Big Dips. My name's Gary, and I'm from England, UK. I have a bit of a dilemma, and I'd like your thoughts on it. Okay. Sorry, I had to burp. I've been single for about 18 months and have recently... Ab- been approached by a couple I've known for a very long time, wanting me to join them for a threesome. We aren't close friends, but we say hello and chat whenever we run into each other at the bar. My main issue with the situation is that I'm very attracted, I'm very attached to one and not the other. I think you might mean attracted. I wouldn't mind the one I'm not attracted to watching while I have a good time with his husband, but the thought of him getting involved really turns me off. I keep putting them off saying I'm busy, mama, but I can't keep doing it indefinitely without offending both of them. So what do you think I should do? Do them both? Make it clear that I only want one of the two and risk offending both of them? Or just tell them I'm not interested and move on to another bottom? I've attached some dick pics and a video from a recent flight I took to Spain. Thanks in advance. Love, Gary. Thank you in advance. Where's the video? I... Roll Play the fucking us. tape. Uh, in response to your question, um, Gary, I, you know, you, you explained this to us. And you're like, I can't say this to them. Like they'll, they'll be offended and it'll be horrible. I think it's very reasonable to say, you know, maybe, maybe if you're messaging with them, you can say to the one you are attracted to, you can be like, I'm into you, but I would be okay if your partner watched. That is not like obscene or horrible. And, you know, they might get, they might get offended. It might be awkward. It might be uncomfortable, or it could be really great. So I, I think that, you know, avoiding or lying or making up an excuse isn't the way to go. I think you should just be clear about communication. And here's the video. Roll that beautiful yeah. bean footage. Oh. He's going to need to put that in the overhead. Nothing turns me on more than an airplane lavatory. <laughs> I Just a shit-splattered spaceship toilet just <laughs> really gets my juices pumping. <laughs> uh, too, apparently. <laughs> have you had many three ways 
Uh, um, not many. many. <laughs> not okay. Many. I've been I feel like Carrie Bradshaw on the first on the first episode of um and and just, just like, like that. that and she's on a podcast and it's about sex and she refuses to talk about her sex life I feel like her <laughs> I don't um and then her non-binary boss tells her you need to step your pussy up and you need to talk about your sex life Carrie or you're gonna the get lady fired like Sarah Ramirez yeah fire her um I think that I've been enough three ways to know that sometimes you gotta eat through the one you don't like to get to the one you do like you could tell them um, next if you're chatting with them on Grinder and it's like a couple's picture, just say which one is this, and if it's the ugly one or the one you don't want, just stop talking, or just send them a price list and be like it's free for your partner. Um, or you could say let's meet at a neutral location like a bathhouse where there's oftentimes porno mazes and dark rooms and little nooks, and you could find the one that you like. And ditch the other one. <laughs> that seems just like a whole bunch of effort. Just no. be clear about communication. You could also manufacture yeah. a, f- a fantasy where the one you're not into um, Tie up. has an yep. active role, but that role is to be across the room jerking off while you fuck his partner. Yeah, cuckold. Thank you. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah, it be hot great. if... Wouldn't it be there. hot if I tied you up and then I fucked you after him? You watched this whole time and then you fucked the other guy and then be like, oh, I'm all done. Anybody want Del Taco? <laughs> like start eating Taco Bell immediately after. Pull it out of the bedside stand. Be like, sorry, closed. Del Do you have taco. any mild sauce? Del Taco. <laughs> Ugh, they should stick to making computers. <laughs> <laughs> I make that joke every time I can. Okay. Uh, the, the the last message from scum, from scum KB. Hi, Alaska, Willem, and Big Dipper. I love you all so much. I was listening to an old episode of the pod recently when you talked about fun places in LA where a fellow spelunker could go see amazing queens. My friends and I are making a 30th birthday trip to Palm Springs in February of 2022. Vaxxed and boosted. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you the same question. I grew up in Southern California, going to Palm Springs often, but never got to experience that scene. My question, where are the best places to support queens in Palm Springs? We are staying downtown. Unfortunately, I do not have a dick pic to provide as I am not the owner of one. And I don't want to ask my friends coming on the trip for one to send. I'm sure they'd happily provide because they're huge fans, but I don't want to see my friend's dicks, you know? Anyway, thanks so much for your help. Sincerely, KB. P.S. Willem, I can't wait to see you this month in Charleston for the Murray and Peter Christmas show. And Alaska, I finished your audiobook in two days. It was wonderful. Well, thanks. Okay, let's hit it with the Palm Springs things. You can go to the Purple Room. They have drag cabaret shows regularly and impersonation artists. Chill Bar. Um, right downtown, uh, Delta does show there. Morgan does show there's shows there. There's two cans. There's mm. uh, the barracks. There's um, the little Fruit Loop on um, is it Andaz Street? What's the street? Arenas. Right by, Arenas, right by the Hotel Zozo or Zaza, where it's like uh, there's so many little gay bars on that strip. There's the Eagle. Uh, what's that one? There's a lot. Yes. There's tons of drag to be found. And um, if you don't find what you're looking for over the weekend, there's always Monday in WeHo, which has uh, Make Out Mondays at Rocco's, Raya's Night. It's mm. got Mickey's uh, Showgirls, which is Morgan and Raven. There's 
lots of great stuff happening on Monday in LA, but Palm Springs has wonderful things going on too. Yeah. And I was listening to very that recently and she had a guest Delta had a guest um, host who's from Palm Springs. Uh, was it Monisa? Ethelina. Ethelina. Oh, Ethelina. Ethelina Kane. Yeah. Yes. And basically they were making it sound like there's hundreds of drag options on any given day on, on any day of the week in Palm Springs. So you, you definitely, yeah. uh, go Asia take a- is out there too. Right. Go take a look around, uh, pick up some flyers and support all the Queens out there. That's, uh, or check out what Ethelina's doing. She's a friend of the pod. Yeah. There you go. Hope that helped. See you at the Christmas show. Murphy and Peepers. Um, uh, thank you so much for listening to Hot Goss. I'm Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> and I'm Samantha. Um, next week will be our final Hot Goss of the year, too. So please write in with your questions about the new year, 2022. Yeah. Share us big plans, big dicks, your resolutions about how to keep that hole looser than a drawstring or tighter. What yeah. steps you are taking to make your goals happen. Do you need advice on how to break out of a rut or how to bust a nut or start a new project? Send us your questions, your queries, your your uh, burning inquiries. This right now. Do it now. Do it now. This weekend. And we'll be talking about what the future holds next week on Hot Girls. Uh, so send us those questions via email to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And we have tons of bonus video content available on patreon.com slash Willem. You can follow us on Instagram at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, at RaceChaserPod, and at MomPodcasts. And that link on Instagram at RaceChaserPod also has lots of resources and places to donate money in support of the Black Lives Matter movement and a link to aapip.org to help combat increased anti-Asian violence. And please get the vaccine, wear a mask, wash your hands, stay safe and healthy, and boost up that booster shot. That's right. We'll be back next week with more piping, piping. steaming, scalding, boiling, boiling. hot Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. hot.